Good evening. Welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have on of Limbo. Jake's back on. How are you? Hey, buddy. How you been? Good, man. We're here. You got a new single out. Hey, yes, man, we do. Two other singles out since we've been there. So we, we can go back one other single, too. I think you had one other one, too, right? Since we last spoke. Jeez, I'm um, not sure which one we last spoke about. Well, just for accuracy, I happen to have the internet on my computer. Nice. <laughs> well, I can tell you what it is. Just so people can check out. People need to go to the website because all your videos are there. Your videos are well thought out. You know. Thanks, um, boss. I, I, I love them. They're so freaking funny. Um, no, maybe it wasn't. No. I guess it was because we did the uh, Fight for Your Right this last time we spoke. So Yeah, I think we did Fight for Your Right. We had another one called uh, Running Out of Time. I'm not sure if that came out after or before Fight for Your Right. But we're actually uh, about to put out a whole bunch of music videos that have been uh, in the process for quite a while. Video for Running Out of Time is coming pretty soon. And uh, video for Get On It is coming. And a video for My Kind of Girl all probably before next year. We're going to just bang them out. Wow. Are you going to yeah. like, like, like what a month or something? Or how are you going to do that? I think we're going to probably get them all done. Uh, well, finished editing uh, and released by mid January to pave the way for the next actual single and video, too. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about the, 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 new, the new video. It's, it's, it's hilarious. People need to check it out. I'll put the link, the website underneath there, and I'll put the link for the video, too. Follow them on all the socials. Basically, it's. I don't know, it's a fast car video with, with super fun and creative green screen. And I saw you have the cells up too. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's us in our shitty 2013 Hyundai hatchback, Hyundai accent hatchback that uh, barely can drive on the freeway. Um, but uh, we, we thought that would be much funnier and cooler to be uh, flying down at uh, illegal speeds uh, on the streets of Long Beach Inn rather than some kind of cool guy muscle car. Look how tough I am. Look how rad I am with my friend's car that I don't actually own kind of video. <laughs> it's much more fun. It's relatable. I actually had a, an older version of that car way back in the day. So there you I, go. Can, I can relate to it. But I mean, you had fun with it, though. You really used it, the, 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 the bass player. And again, when he pops open, you can't do that. There's no hatchback muscle cars that can do that bass player move <laughs> yeah well that was definitely that was definitely written to what the car is for sure <laughs> that was really good though i mean i think um but now did you handwrite all that stuff yourself because you're did you i what it all myself is that you is that you you're drawing did you draw it out yeah 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 i do um well obviously the uh music business isn't uh paying what it used to in the 90s so we all have our side jobs uh little brother does bartending at a couple different uh long beach places and i do movie posters so i'm uh pretty well versed in the uh rough sketching of stick figures to uh explain ideas on stuff so yeah i made the little storyboard and we we went from there excellent do you want to talk about is, is your contest still going on for people that they want to get involved in contest is basically finished we're going to announce winners today which is pretty much anybody that commented on it because uh we have enough cells to go around from that storyboard but basically to just drum up a little bit more engagement i said uh anybody that comments on what their favorite scene of the video was will have a cell from the uh animate from the sort of animatic we call it storyboard that i drew up before we started filming sent out and mailed to them uh on us so so well let's let's talk about what's going on with you guys because is there a drummer 
Do you have an official drummer or not? Uh, well, three of you guys, but I don't ever see our friend. Uh, our friend Ian, who has many different projects, is uh, serving as the touring drummer with us for okay. whenever he can, which is great. Um, our uh, last drummer, Bug, had to exit the band for life reasons. Um, I believe he's having a, a little baby, so he's uh, gonna gonna be a mature daddy and do the responsible thing, which is stopping the rock and roll thing at least as far as national touring with us is concerned, he's doing uh, local band stuff, I believe. Um, but, uh, our good friend, Ian, who has lots of bands, he comes on with us as a hired gun and he handles business every night. And he's also sober, which is very impressive to me that he can tour with us and maintain his sobriety. But that is a testament to his, uh, inner strength fortitude, I guess you would say. Um, so he's been, he's been great every time we've ever brought him out, uh, love having Ian. So if he's, if he's ever available to, to keep on touring with us, we will keep on bringing him out. I figured you guys like Spinal Tap with all your drummers. I mean, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> drummers are the hardest commodity to come by these days. I think it used to be this, uh, thing about singers and uh having egos and all that kind of stuff back in the yep. day uh i'm not saying that drummers have egos it's not what i'm saying here i'm saying that drummers are definitely the hardest ones to uh acquire and hardest ones to keep in the fold it seems like that's because there's more drummer jokes than anything else out there <laughs> well there's a lot of bass player jokes too there are you're right actually there are. Yes. <laughs> um, um that's hilarious so so touring and, and like songwriting and, and like newer music like because you guys do everything like uh, at least actually let me step back on that thought you guys have a model it's very similar to a lot of artists nowadays that are doing like a video or a song or a single as you go yeah and not not doing like an album you know some people have their legs in both sides of it the releasing sometimes they'll do an album then a couple of videos you know and then they'll release them as they go and play you're doing it a little differently yeah. So the way that we've been, uh, the process has been of late is, I mean, it's pretty much similar to the process that's always been for us, but we start with a riff, build a song out of the riff, and then uh, we make our demos, me and Lukey down at, at the home studio. And then once it's pretty well fleshed out with, let's say, four songs or so, uh, we then go to Mr. Wizard, Mike Pepe, who's now at uh, Fab Factory Studios in Hollywood. And also to our friend Dash, uh, who runs a home studio in Laurel Canyon uh, that he lives in, and they record drums in there. And then we go to Fab Factory and record all the rest of it. It makes the most sense uh, monetarily for us to do about four or five songs in one sitting. Because, yeah, if you're going back and just doing single after single, then, yeah, you're not getting the bang for your buck as far as studio time, et cetera. But then when it comes to releasing them, videos take us a while and you know if you're releasing four or five songs at once then uh, they're just not all getting the same level of attention and one thing i really love about doing the single thing is that each single if you're releasing it one by one can be given its own visual identity uh beyond just the video but like what the what the art is and i i find the art an important thing to like give people context for instance like uh we had the song get on it and uh, we sent it to a bunch of our friends. They're like, oh, yeah, this is cool. This is kind of like a you guys' uh, Ted Nugent or hair metal kind of song. And we're like, yeah, all right, thanks. They didn't really give too much of a fuck about it. But then those same people who, when the song came out with the art, which I made, which is like a this sort of 80s. Wrestling 
weightlifting wrestling kind of vibe yeah. as soon as that that came out with it they're like oh my god the song rocks dude i'm like did i fucking sent you that song like six months ago and your reaction to it was pretty lackluster so i think it's very much <laughs> needed in this visual world we live in today to give songs the right visual context for people to take it in uh in the way that you want them to but that uh, being said yeah. about yeah. all of that that being said uh we are working with this uh, great PR guy now, Ed Bunker, and his method to the madness is we're going to put out one more single in January, I believe. Uh, not sure which one that is, but they're all they've all been recorded. We've got a whole bunch of that are already recorded, and then uh, an EP getting closer to spring, which we think is probably going to be four to six songs, is what he wants. I'm hoping it's more on the four side. I think there's no wrong way, but but as a personal person, when I'm listening to your music <clears throat> or an artist that do it this way on, on like iTunes or something, and I try to put them together, it's harder when they're singles and they're like scattered around than, than being an album. 100%. Totally agree. They have a, a thing you can do now. I think it's called a waterfall release. I think you can put a bunch of songs out as singles and then basically compile it into one EP afterwards. And I think your plays still last on that because of the metadata or IRC code or something like that's that. Cool. So that's something that we're, we definitely considered before, but then you do lose the individual art for each song, but that's okay. It's a, that's all what you got to do. Well, that's by, by that time it's on your phone and I'm not looking at art on my phone. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Once it's already been released and you've gotten the context back then, then yeah, make it over yeah, yeah. umbrella. Because now I, I had to make a playlist for you guys to keep it all together in one spot. You know? Shit. Okay. Well, that's good. Good feedback to hear, my friend. Thank you. It, it's but the people that don't know, make yourself a playlist. You know, I don't know about the other ones work. I don't use those, but um, you know, a playlist yeah. is just as good. But you know, it's it's just another way of doing it. Um, and when when someone's consuming it and listening to it, they might be like, oh, just get a lot of songs out there. It's kind of hard if they're just in the car driving. Totally agree. Yeah, you don't want people dicking around on their phones when they're driving. So yeah, that's a, that is a good call. I think, um, like I said, one more single in January, and then that will probably be put into a waterfall release of a whole EP, which is going to come out, like I'd say, just before we start touring, which is spring. We've got some good leads on good tours this year, so we're very excited about that. Awesome. We'll have you back before that to announce it and talk oh, about cool. it if you want, but we'll definitely have you back. So yeah, oh, let's yeah. talk about, so you actually did, you, you've done some touring since COVID is taking a break on, on everybody <laughs> yeah yeah well, we were the we were like right out of the gates with uh buck cherry the second the the middle of the country said all right we're allowing live music again buck cherry was like hell yeah we're doing it and i'm not sure if we got the call uh because we had the same agency or if other people were still like iffy about touring but whatever it was it was like the second it opened we said hell yes we'd love to tour buck cherry so we went out with them for about a month and a half and People, that's why we started, that's why we put the Fight for Your Rights song together is it was kind of yeah. like a fuck, fuck COVID song and fuck, fuck being locked down song. Like we got to fight for our right to party because it could be taken away from us at any moment. <laughs> so uh, we uh, played that across the middle of the country when it was like the gate, the floodgates opened and people were just like elated to be out partying again and having live music. Um, so that was that was a really good, really good time. Um, since then, we we got one with uh, Candlebox. It was great. Got another one with our best friends, Joyce Wolf. And then this year was a little bit slower for us because we had a lot of things going on. But we went out uh, for one month with 
Small Town Titans, who are a phenomenal live band, by the way. Um, can't sing their praises enough. Just three dudes, and the sound is absolutely monstrous. They do these three-part harmonies that are like queen quality. Really? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I think they're back recording now, but I tell you what, uh, live is just, their live show is mind-blowingly impressive. I was excited to step back because I talked to CBD a few times on the show Mm -hmm. to hear that you guys are actually on it. And actually, I think I I mentioned you guys in the last interview with CBD, actually. Nice. Because I was asking about some of the bands he went out with, and I'm like, and you guys, because that was my point, um, you know. Yeah. What a great line. He was kind enough to wear our uh, one of our t-shirts a couple times on stage. We were stoked on that. Yeah, he's a pretty good, he's a pretty straight up dude. Good player too. Um, what are you going to do? I mean, do uh, clubs, I know you tried, the goal is generally get like a bigger gig. So you obviously get a bigger audience. But are you guys kind of like trying to do like a national tour? Are you naturally trying to find you know, bands similar of your size or get like a, a, a next year? Buck Cherry, like what's the goal to do that? Well, yeah, definitely the, the the bigger the better at this stage for us. Um Buck Cherry and Candlebox uh and Wolf Mother and Filter are probably the biggest bands we've ever played under. Um Joyous Wolf and Small Town Titans definitely still more nationally known than we are, but not as big as those guys are because they've been doing it for so long. Um we we like to do anything wherever offered pretty much. Um as long as it makes sense. But as far as like doing club shows and stuff like that, like we're always playing Viper Room. We're always playing Alex's Bar in Long Beach. Um, when it's when it's local stuff, we always say yes to that, especially. Uh, but obviously the best for us to grow is to play under the biggest band we possibly can. So if anybody wants to whisper in Axel and Slash's ear, please fucking tell them that we're, we're ready. You never know those guys, right? You never know. Once they like somebody, they like somebody. So he's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you guys are at, you guys are at the point though. You guys are at the next. Le- you guys are so close to being the next level. You well, know? things are really happening a lot more uh, lately. We've been able to like really grow the the online end of things, the which is everything these days. Apparently, the streaming and all that numbers and YouTube's and uh, this one, let's go, has been our our best uh, release as far as. Uh, reaction and numbers and all that and I I have to have to thank Mr. Ed Bunker for that the new PR guy he's definitely helping get it all out there Um, but it's also a video that you know it's two two and two minutes and 15 seconds long song I think so it's like it's digestible and it's you know it's quick and easy which is I, I was in an interview the other day and somebody was asking me about how short it is and it's a funny thing because when it's like when it's on your phone or whatever, and you're watching the video, that's like the perfect length, I think, for people's attention span right now. But when we played it live for the first time at Viper Room the other night, it was like kind of like, wait, the song's over already? Like uh, before, just as soon as it gets started, it feels like it's already gone. But that's okay. <laughs> that's funny. You have, to, you have to do it a few times, you know, be like uh, yeah, the remote or something, right? Just just or make some kind of some kind of extended bridge, like uh, Buck Cherry does in uh crazy bitch because that's their their most uh wanted and craved song i guess by the people so they do a full like jungle boogie breakdown in the middle of it it's great that's awesome that is really good you could do like i saw in um i saw europe open some something i don't know it was like an 80s 90s and they opened up with the final countdown and then they ended with the final countdown you could do one of those (laughs) 
They played twice the same night. That's awesome. Yeah, they weren't even headlining. They weren't even headlining. I, I was there to see, not, not sliding Europe by any means, but I was there to see somebody else. So I got to see Europe and they always have great musicians. But they opened with it and, you know, it sounded just like the album and they ended with it too. I was like, they totally, it was the perfect promotional line. It was perfect, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. I saw uh, Billy Corgan on uh, Joe Rogan years and years ago, and he said he watched some band that played their biggest hit song twice, and he thought that was a really cringy move. I don't think it's cringy. I think it's uh, whatever the hell, whatever works, you know, and whatever you want to do, if, as long as you're not. Okay, I wouldn't play Let's Get Fucked Up twice, which is our favorite, uh, our most loved live song. Um, it's probably the goofiest song we'll ever write, but... Uh, you know, yeah, playing that one twice would be a little bit weird, I think. And also opening it, opening the, the set with it would also be right. a little bit weird. You could, you could, you know, open with Let's Go and then like later on you could sneak it back into like, like that you could, that could be the bridge of one of your songs, like sneak it they in. They wouldn't even know. Yeah, it goes, it's so in and out. They just, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It'd be, you know, it's fun. It's your single. Yeah. Don't, don't blink on it, right? Something that's also really funny about, about the Let's Go thing is that uh, it's the very first thing I say in uh, uh, Let's Get Fucked Up. Uh, as soon as the guitars come in, let's go. And then I guess I didn't even realize it until we played it the other night. I'm like, wait, I'm saying let's go at the start of two different songs now. So I got to come up with something different. Maybe I got to do the Rage Against the Machine or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, come up with something a little, a little different. Yeah, but, I've so got to diversify. You, do, I, you have your, um, you got the website over open here. You've got a lot of good stuff on here because you were talking about you doing posters. And I was going, actually, I noticed that for your merch. Not a lot of bands have a lot of posters lately. You well, we uh, have the we have the luxury handful. we have the luxury of me being a Mr. Photoshop guy, so I know how to make the the art. So we don't ever have to pay graphic designers, which is nice a nice luxury. And uh, therefore, yeah, selling selling posters has been a, a good little you know good little merch item for us. We we also have uh, swimsuits, but we had to redo our website recently. And uh, the of Swimbo section. I was going to say, I was going to beat me too. I was going to make this. I like the pun on that. Being a dad, you get a hundred percent approval rate. Oh, I did. I love that. I'm all about them. That's right. Of Swimbo. So I saw it. And I was like, oh my god, it's hilarious. And yeah. of course, you, you get your shirts and you're selling your, your CDs and stuff. I mean, you have a lot on here. That's a, it's a great website. Thank um, you, brother. That's, that's all all done by little little brother Luke, very reluctantly uh, pulling teeth out <laughs> of him to get him to do it, but. Uh, he did it. He did it very well in the end. So thanks, Lukey boy. Tell him, yeah, he did a good job. And uh, yeah, it's 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 a fantastic job. All your links on it. Everyone can check this out afterwards. The links will be there. They can check it out. Do you want anybody to know anything specifically with you guys? What's going on? They can reach out to you. Any kind of requests? Any shows coming up? Uh, no shows for the rest of the year. I don't think. I think we're uh, bunkering down and getting this uh, set of songs to the EP done and finishing all these videos. But definitely follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram, whatever you use. And we have a lovely fan of ours named Nikki who runs our TikTok. We just send her all of our video content and she chops it up and uh, makes the TikTok happen. What a weird platform that is, dude. I can't keep up with all that shit, but uh, yeah, she's- I don't understand I TikTok at, myself. I looked at it a while ago and uh, there's some video- of my little brother changing the fucking water bottle. Like he's putting the water bottle in the water dispenser and it's got like half a million views. I'm like, what the hell am I doing making music? I could just be doing dumb life shit, like hammering a fucking <laughs> nail into the drywall or something. And I'll get fucking way more attention than our music does apparently. 
So yeah, I'm, I guess I'm an old man shouting at the clouds. I don't understand age kids and their stupid TikToks. That or or YouTube Shorts or any any of it. I'm like, it, uh, you know, you got to invest your time in something. You know, music. Yeah. You gotta, you know, There's exactly exactly right, dude. I can't I can't do every fucking thing that the kids are doing these days. I can't do it all. There's some new one called, Jesus. I heard it at work the other day. Oh fuck it. Be be aware. Be real. Be real. Like the like the Cypress Hill guy. Be real. Say, yeah. Some new some new fucking TikTok thing where everybody like I guess they all have to like have a set time where they just send a selfie to each other or something. I don't fucking know. I don't know how that would help me. So I haven't haven't bothered parking parking lotting our of limbo be real yet. So don't don't take it any of you fuckers out there. I'm not trying to get a uh, Burger King in Australia style situation. I don't know if you ever heard that story, but Burger oh, King yeah. in Australia is called Hungry Jacks because some very industrious Australian decided to copyright the name Burger King. So when they finally went international, there the guys like, okay, yeah, you can have Burger King, but pay the fuck up. And Burger King was like, no, you can get fucked. So they're called Hungry Jacks in Australia. But anyway, don't don't take of limbo on be real. <laughs> I think in the next couple of years, those things they're so big are going to crash anyhow. You know, everything's crashing out. It's not going to last. You know. Yeah, I hope so, dude. It's uh, exhausting making content like that. It's crazy. It's just it's hard to make regular content. Yeah. You know, you try to make music, you're trying to make a video, trying to you know do an interview and try to put together and do guests. But these, yeah. but doing these like little tiny videos of I don't know lip syncing and they're all different things. Yeah, I'm not doing all that dumb shit. But my thought is, um, when we went out last tour with Small Town Titans, we haven't put a lot of the footage up yet because I've just been way too busy. But we're gonna start this Lim TV, like MTV, uh, little little shorts that we put out every week, and I've got them folded up. I just haven't edited it all together. I think that's where our content is gonna come from. Is uh, all of our just wacky shit that happens when we're on tour. Oh God, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one wild story. Um, so a lot of nights when we were out with Small Town Titans, we would go and uh, rock out on stage for their last song, which is an absolute banger. It's called The Devil's Choir. Love that song. Anyway, we'd rock out on stage a little bit. And if if the crowd was right, we'd do a little stage dive, me or Luke. And uh, the final night of the tour, Luke, he was a little bit more inebriated than usual. And he overestimated the uh, density of the crowd. So he tries to do a crowd a crowd surf. He jumps out like supposed to be on me, but he jumps straight over me. And as he's coming down, <clears throat> I'm like sort of trying to grab his legs so he doesn't do a fucking face plant. As he's coming down, he hooks me, but he also hooks some lady in the crowd uh, with his leg, I guess. And we both fall down. I basically ended up like suplexing him into the ground. And then <laughs> while we're on the ground, I'm like kind of dazed. I'm like looking around on the ground, looking at Luke asking Luke if he's okay. And there's this all this huge commotion going on. I guess this lady that Luke hooked with his leg, like got back up and started stomping him while he's on the ground. Yeah, oh. it was crazy. So I don't know if she didn't know that we were one of the bands or she was just a crazy biker lady or what, but yeah, we had to take him to the ER with a split head. I don't know if the head was from the suplex or if it was from his the stomping. He thought it was from the stomping. Uh, we gave her a t-shirt so that she wouldn't be too pissed off about the whole thing, I guess, but all's well that ends well. He got a, his head split open in like, I think seven stitches. And then we, he wasn't allowed to drink for the rest of the tour on the way home. Uh, and then we brought him to my cousin, who's a nurse or not a nurse, a doctor. 
and she pulled out the stitches 10 days later and he's he doesn't have too much brain damage he is a little slow but he's always been a little slow <laughs> maybe it was a little smarter right yeah maybe, about- maybe it knocked a couple things back into place it upped his game <laughs> well people can look out for that are you gonna put this on your website or on youtube or both say again buddy are you gonna put those those clips on your youtube channel or on your site yes or it'll be on your site through youtube yeah, the website will have all the YouTubes going on too, but uh, I think we'll put them all up as as uh, YouTube whatever's shorts. I don't know how long they're going to be, uh, but it's probably mostly going to be all vertical format, I'm imagining. Uh, so we'll put them on as Instagram reels and uh, YouTubes, but uh, to leave, leave the people with one parting uh, request, biggest thing for any band, my size, whatever size, is sharing is caring. Because it's all all along good to like something and drop a comment on something that that helps that helps uh, people see it a little bit more. But you know what helps the most is pressing that little message send out button and sending it to your friends that might be interested in this kind of music. Or even if they're not fucking interested in this kind of music, make them interested in this kind of music. Um, but that yes, that is the biggest thing is just sharing sharing our video around, post it on your Facebook, send it to your friends and messages, whatever. We'd be greatly, greatly appreciative of any looks that we get. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show again. Thanks, we'll dude. Thanks again. for having me. Okay. No problem.